In what might end up being the best news of the year for Cleveland, Cleveland.com broke the story Thursday night that Sherwin-Williams will remain in Northeast Ohio when it builds its new headquarters. And in another look toward the future, the Cleveland Rising Summit that winds down today has begun producing intriguing ideas for prosperity by 2030. No tricks here. It's some good news on Halloween. This is The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Thursday, October 31st. I'm Chris Quinn. Sherwin-Williams, a Cleveland fixture for 153 years, will remain in Greater Cleveland as it settles on a site for a new global headquarters and research and development facility, sources told Cleveland.com's Robert Higgs. The company is considering seven sites, six in Cleveland and one in a suburb. The news should ease the anxiety of regional planners who feared the loss of such a valued employer. The question now becomes whether Sherwin-Williams will remain in downtown Cleveland. Cleveland Rising had no shortage of ideas Wednesday, and by mid-afternoon, those deemed most popular were given center stage at the summit. Concepts included a reimagined transportation system designed around job sites, free internet for all, more racially sensitive school curricula, and a regional Northeast Ohio Planning Commission for more collaborative community planning. The three-day summit winds down today with the unveiling of many more ideas, along with a plan for carrying the momentum of the summit beyond this week. Visit Cleveland.com for the latest updates. A Cleveland man on Wednesday was sentenced to almost two decades in prison for a fatal March crash that killed Beechwood math teacher and noted Lego artist Arthur Gugick and nonprofit professional Barbara Becker. Sanford Das was driving drunk, had methamphetamine in his system, and was barreling along Warrensville Center Road at nearly 90 miles per hour on an icy night just before he ran a red light and crashed. Das pleaded no contest in August to multiple counts of aggravated vehicular homicide, aggravated vehicular assault, and drunken driving. Gugick and Becker were on their way home from the Cleveland International Film Festival when they were killed. Doss has a long history of speeding tickets and a prior drunken driving conviction. Here's some good news if you hate turning the clocks back as much as I do. A few Ohio State lawmakers want 2019 to be the last year that we do it. Sunday, of course, is the day we gain back an hour, but that means the sun goes down an hour earlier. Senate Bill 119 would put the state permanently on daylight savings time to preserve some of that evening sunshine. If the bill passes, we will turn the clocks ahead next March 8th and keep them there. The general argument for ending the time change is that we really no longer need it, and research has suggested that the loss of sleep in the springtime clock change results in an increase in accidents and absenteeism. The number of uninsured children in Ohio rose by 28% between 2016 and 2018. That means about 133,000 Ohio children are uninsured, or 4.8% of all kids in the state. These findings come from the Georgetown University Center for Children and Families, which analyzed the rates of insurance for children across the nation. 
If you are worried about having enough candy on hand for Halloween, stop fretting. The weather likely will cut way back on the number of people knocking on your door. You can expect strong winds throughout trick-or-treat hours tonight in counties along Lake Erie. The National Weather Service has issued a wind advisory from 5 p.m. today until 6 a.m. tomorrow for Cuyahoga, Lorraine, Lake, Ashtabula, Erie, Sandusky, Ottawa, and Lucas counties with gusts of up to 50 miles per hour. The Weather Service also predicts rain. We hope you have a memorable Halloween in spite of the weather. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest news and another edition of The Wake Up.